Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller. Hello, Margaret. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. It's so nice to have uh, everyone join us. Hi, Jackie. I'm so happy you're you're connecting with us right now. Uh, I'm excited about this conversation today and this contemplation, Margaret. Um, today we're talking about doubt, um, our own self-doubt and the, the road we do travel to try and get at truth. And it can be a, it can be tricky, right? Because we have to rely on our logic sometimes and what is logic and how effective is logic that actually can be a bit of a shadow for us as we try to discover our truth. So what I'd like to do is just talk for a minute, excuse me, about um, kind of about what I specialize in because this really, this, this conversation about logic and how logic can trip us up really takes me to one of my specialties in my work, which is brain integration. And um, I wanted to just share a little bit about how it is we can think we have an integrated brain when in fact we may not. And what is an integrated brain? And how do we lose brain integration? Because there, therein lies the challenge of, of being able to sort through things in order to find our truth. And so I want to just talk for a minute about very generally about the brain for people. And everybody knows we have hemispheres, two hemispheres of the brain. And there's often called the logic hemisphere, which is usually referred to as the left brain. And then we have the gestalt hemisphere, which is usually referred to as the right brain. And these hemispheres are connected to each other by pathways. And so in the brain, we've got nuclei that are like doors that need to be able to open and close. But then we have pathways that are like hallways. And that's what the neurons use to fight to to travel to get to the to the nuclei or go through the doorway. So um, just to to help everyone see um, how we can lose brain integration, our logic side of our brain really is linear. It's really focused on detail, on visual construction, but only when it comes to images of words and spelling words. And also it assigns meanings and it, it's interested in writing and, and printing. Uh, our language is focused on the speech, on editing thoughts so that we can say something, on written language, and of course, mathematics and arithmetic. Also, um, there is a sense of time. It's, it's very organized and ordered. This is different though from the gestalt hemisphere or right brain, which is more spatial, it's more creative, it's uh, a visual memory that includes faces and words re word recall um, for spelling. It also helps us to interpret symbols and also uh, the flow of writing rather than the specific words. Um, the language is really more focused on body language. Okay, so it's reading sound, it's listening, it's interpreting sounds and noises and movement. It's, it's used, utilized for guessing and beliefs, 
And also there's no sense of timing. It's more of a, an, an easily, it's easily distracted. And it's also in terms of time, it's only now or not now. So it's very present. So what can happen when we are in stress, and there are a lot of things that contribute to stress in our lives, but if we're in doubt, there's, there's much that that doubt is about for us and programs that have been set up in our brain that can influence how our brain is integrated or synchronized in terms of neuronal firing. And so we can go from the stress to loss of integration or synchronization to loss of the ability to perform in some way. And then we move into a, a sense of failure or embarrassment which creates an avoidance behavior. And then that avoidance behavior can be interpreted by others as negative, for example, not doing as you're told or not concentrating or not listening. And then that results in feeling punished or having to do extra work or being singled out, which leads to an emotional response of anger, frustration, and further loss of synchronization. So why am I talking about all this? Because as we begin to explore our self-doubt and how we wanna move into inquiry in order for us to discover our own truth, we need to understand that that loss of brain integration can really set us up so that we're not thinking clearly about something. Mm -hmm. And as we move into discovering or figuring out ways of thinking more clearly or exploring that logic, we really, I believe, have to move into curiosity because in that stress, we can hold a lot of assumptions. We can hold a lot of um, untruths, really, right? Mm -hmm. Beliefs and judgments. Go ahead. That, yeah, so... Wow, <laughs> that's a powerful start for this conversation. Um, and thank you for bringing that in. It, because, you know, as I, as I was thinking about this too, I thought about, I was thinking about the logical brain, you know, versus the creative, um, imaginative brain. And, and really, you know, when it's, it's, it's when we have that, non-integration or when we when we are not integrated it's the same or a similar um idea as brain coherence isn't it that's right right and, and we've talked about we've talked about brain coherence and heart coherence and how when we do that we can utilize both hemispheres and then you know have them be integrated by bringing our attention and our awareness first down into our heart, right? And, and allowing our, that to become coherent by taking a deep breath, by allowing ourselves to uh, relax and, and breathe. And then our, our brain uh, waves will start to become coherent as well. And I was thinking about that in terms of you know what happens 
because doubt is uh, from from my perspective and 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 just what I've been um, what I've been contemplating uh, through the gene keys, through the um, uh, Chinese I Ching, and through um, just different things that I've been looking at this week. Uh, the doubt is really uh, it's all of ours, right? It's a collective energy. And, and it isn't a bad thing in and of itself, right? Doubt is, is our, our, un, our facing the unknown, right? And so, and in our facing the unknown, we then we have to ask some questions and we have to make those inquiries. And so in and of itself, it's not a bad thing. It is causing us to um, move forward into the unknown with, uh, by the force of our questions, right? And so it only becomes a damaging thing when we internalize it and make it personal and believe what what that doubt is telling us and then all of a sudden it becomes this incredibly um damaging force in our lives where we are in a loop that we can't get out of yes and that and that and that makes me think of all the structures we hold in our lives right and that we learn what we learn through these structures and like, uh, it doesn't matter if we're talking about political structure or medical structure or religious structure, it doesn't matter. These are structures and um, that are full of, of beliefs and truths. And, uh, but the problem is this, that, you know, we look at science as being the ultimate truth when in fact it isn't, it's our best guess. It's logical. But if I, as a scientist, I'm holding that this is total truth, then how I set up the science may be flawed because I am not, I am not curious. So once again, I, you know, you were talking about this balance, of course, between the heart and the, and the mind, the heart chakra and the, and the brow chakra. And it is truly an important balance uh, because it takes all of the integration and coordination of all of us in order to be truly effective and to, to be efficient. And I want to remind everybody too, that when we are all in that place, because, you know, there's this wonderful thing about the heart and the brow and the heart chakra, you know, of course, is about compassion and love and, and our heart sense, right? Our heart felt whatever. And um, our brow is about our mental structures and also our vision and also our ability to be intuitive too. And so when those two chakras are working and in sync with each other, then our ability to express our truth or get at our truth, which is throat chakra, is extremely efficient. And when we can resonate in that way, we really are not, it's not about self as much as it is about self and others. We go beyond you know, just seeing ourselves as the only way I need to prove this, because this is what I believe. 
and I can open up to, hmm, well, why, you know, what is that belief of mine and is it fixed? And can I be curious about other beliefs and investigate that? And how does that feel as I do that? And, you know, and it takes, it's expansive versus contraction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, uh, it's doubt is like the poison to imagination. Right, because when because when we are when we are um, in that heart centered awareness, when we are able to be that connected and and have the have the information flowing, then our imagination is engaged, and we're able to see all kinds of potential futures. <clears throat> Doesn't mean that it's the only future, but it's you know we can see potential futures, and. Then, then it, the doubt is that um, it it turns out of that shadow into that inquiry where we can where we can make those inquiries. And I liked what you were saying about the the science as as you know we sometimes take that as being the truth, but the the purpose of science is the exploration for truth, right? And it's it's not saying that you know it, it's expected that we will. Um, disprove things, or it's supposed to be expected that we will disprove things. And I think, you know, in, in our society, uh, and, you know, I was just reading this um, in a book by Greg Braden. Um, I can't, I'm not remembering the title of it right now, but it's one of his newer works. And he's talking about this very thing where, where when we take science as the truth and as facts and and stop you, you know, asking the questions and then basing all of our, our, our new inquiries on uh, the, you know, the old science as fact, we, we've stopped, we've stopped ourselves from moving forward. And that's, it's like, this is a huge revelation, I think. It, it is in my own life because I, you know, I, I was laughing so hard because I, I as I was preparing I went into a phase of extreme self-doubt. I've just um, made a really big change in my life and I knew it was a good one. And I want to talk about this when, when I get back. Yeah, if yeah okay. there's a lot to, like talk to go about right into this. this. So yeah. let's go ahead and, and take our, our break right now. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller uh, on Mystic Margarita's Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform 
streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Okay, we're back with Mystic Margaritas. This is Marge Bowen. I'm with Margaret Miller. And Margaret, we're talking about this wonderful road of, of from doubt to truth, um, traveling across inquiry, right? And um, before we went on a break, you wanted to share something about an experience you had recently that um, kind of illustrates this. So I'll just hand it to you. Thanks, Marge. So what I was, uh, what I was realizing, okay, so I just moved, uh, I, I just let go of my office, and um, it was a big move for me, and, but I felt really good about it, right, I had, I, I knew that it was the right thing to do, I felt really good about it, and, and then as, and it, and it, actually the move was like so easy and easeful that I know that it was, you know, it, I, when I get those kinds of easeful feelings about things. I know it's the right thing, but it didn't stop me from going into self-doubt. And, and the reason that I thought of this is because um, of what we were talking about with science. When we, when we take something as fact, you know, in science, right, and, and we don't continue to ask the questions about that, uh, and and then start piling on new um, new inquiries and new um, new ideas without allowing that to be possibly different now, right? Then then we we're stopped. And this is what happened to me in my uh, process. I went into this doubt of my choice, and when I did that, I was looking at past choices and looking at worst case scenarios and the, like like this was um this means i'm a failure or this means that i'm not good enough or this means you know whatever i was doing and i recognized it and i was like wow this is making me feel horrible <laughs> you know and and the and i started questioning that i was like why is this making me feel so bad and I realized it was because I had stopped utilizing my imagination. I had stopped imagining what this could be in terms of potential for me, what it could, you know, what the possibilities might be and, and what, you know, what beautiful things I could imagine. And instead went into, oh, this is the end of that, you know, and, and into this conclusion place where where there was no possibilities anymore. And I just really, um, I thought, wow, that's, that's really important to remember because when, you know, when I started 
personalizing it and internalizing it. I was making it mean something about me. Yeah, that's right. And and then when I allowed myself to go through it and just feel it, and, and I talked to my husband about it. And this is, you know, this is a way that we can, when we're feeling self-doubt, that's a really good thing for us to do is go, hey, buddy, you know, this is the way I'm feeling about this. Can you help me out? Can you like reflect something back to me? And lo and behold, you know, he's like, this is a great choice. This is awesome. And he was able to, you know, get me back into that imagination place. So that was just a really good experience. Well, what you just completely demonstrated was how beautiful it is when we can really monitor ourselves, observe ourselves and the process we're in and pay attention to how that makes us feel, what might be behind that. You reached out for a different perspective. And a lot of times we get stuck in the the negative thinking about that, right? And that's where we get stuck. You were able to notice what what that negative thinking generated in terms of emotion. And then you started delving into that with inquiry, not from a place of judgment, from a place of curiosity. And then, you know, you began to, as you said, move through that. And that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful process. And I think, I think it's a great demonstration. And I, I'll just, um, of how we can move from um, this doubt in through inquiry to realize our truth and uh, the possibility of that. And all of us have experiences with possibility. I mean, if I, you know, I remember years ago, I worked in the computer industry and I'm not kidding. Disk drive. There, well, first there were disk drives, and disk drives were. It was like a washing machine, and so the disks were these multiple plattered, big, round, <laughs> huge things. That was the disk. If someone had told me at that time that you probably wouldn't even need a disk, you know what I mean? Or, or the disk would be, you know, this big, where you could move information from that to this, and with just a tiny little thing. I would have said that's that's impossible. And that's what's happened through our history, of course, through humankind's history. And thank goodness for visionaries such as Stephen Jobs and, you know, uh, Elon Musk and all of these visionaries that are changing how we live and explore in this world. And your experience also reminded me of one I've had recently where I, because of this car accident, I unexpected, unexpectedly had to uh, get a new car. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't necessarily thinking I would do that. I thought I had a few more years anyway, but here it was. And so I started doing my research now. So I've really become very aware that my knee-jerk reaction in going from doubt, like, what am I going to get? What am I going to be able to afford? What am I going to want? You know, to truth is one of logic, extreme logic. So I go very, very logical. I go, I start doing research. I pay attention to data. I, I go drive a zillion cars. You know, I try to create my list of things that I want. And I about drove myself crazy doing that. And all of a sudden I realized Marge, cause I was more confused than ever. I was more confused than ever. I thought, how am I ever gonna make a decision? And so finally I realized, okay, I have been going at this from the total mental aspect of analyzing all of this 
And now I need to stop that. And I need to take time to let it all settle and drop down, like you said, drop down into my heart and feel my way through this, through the heart resonance. And as soon as I did that, and I knew, you know, I knew that it would show the car would present itself if I could just get out of my head, right? <laughs> so as soon as I did that, boom, went down, saw the car right away, drove it off the lot that very day. <laughs> and it took, took two and a half hours and I had a car. So yeah, it's an interesting thing. And I, I, I think that um, there are things we can ask ourselves. For example, is your logic self-obsessed or self-serving. And, you know, there are times when we have to, of course, we want to consider self, but I think not limiting our thinking and our, our this process of being curious to just what feels good to self, but moving it out to encompass um, our family or society is also really, really important because again, we go from being restrictive to more expansive with our imagination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how we do that is through those inquiries, through those questions. I, I've been, uh, this is something I, I have been really realizing um, in my own life is that when I stop asking questions, I have, I'm not moving forward. When I stop making inquiries and of the kind that you're talking about, uh, then I, I really have kind of stopped my growth process or my, you know, because here I am, you know, I'm a seeker, I'm a mystic. This is, you know, I have, I'm, I'm always, you know, I should, not should, but it would be good to be always asking questions so that I am always in that space of infinite possibilities. And so I, I, I came up with a couple of questions and they, they're actually um, on my, uh, um, my empowerment tips. I, I do a weekly empowerment tip uh, that, you know, is a subscription that people can do for free. And, 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 this week was, you know, aligned with um, with our topic, and it it was kick self doubt to the curb, right? And and so the questions that I came up with were, um, who do I desire to be today? Like, really, like when we wake up, we've talked about this in other calls. Who do I desire to be today? And and how can I best show up in my life? How can I best show up in my life today? And, and what vibration do I, or what frequency shall I contribute to the world today? Right. And by asking those questions, I, I have now, you know, expanded my sense of self to include more. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and it's really a process of becoming uh, my own advocate. Yes. Well, and also it, it takes you from, it, it leaves you in an open-minded place. And if we're in an open-minded place, we're also in an open-hearted place, mm -hmm. right? So open-minded equals open-hearted. Closed-minded equals closed-hearted. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really 
important point because do I want to stay closed to the world, to others, to the possibility of things, or do I want to remain open? Right. Well, and when we do that, if we, if we are, if our minds and hearts are closed, there isn't a possibility of taking a step forward. There's only the uh, recycling of of some pretty negative emotions, I think, is what well, what happens. Plus, our mind our mind gets really fixed on truth. So if I think this is true, then I I have to go about defending that because the mind wants certainty, you know. And defending it then makes someone else wrong and makes me right. So then it's closed down again. Right. That's truth as a shield. Yes. Here, here's my truth, and I'm, I'm hiding, I'm standing behind it, and you can do it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so it's real fixed, isn't it, Mm. rather than flowing. Mm -hmm. So that reminded me of the, um, I I was looking at the 63rd hexagram in the I Ching, and it's um, after completion, and it's uh, water over fire, right? It's the element of water over fire. And, mm-hmm. and you can see that in that they're in relationship to each other. And in that relationship, there has to be the balance that we're talking about. It could, could kind of think about it as the, the mind and the heart, if you wanted to, and, and think about how if if the water boils, if it's in a kettle over the fire and the water boils over it can extinguish the fire right so it's the same that that same sort of thing if our mental process is is going out of control it can um it can extinguish the fire in the heart and and so then the, the opposite is true as well where if the fire is too strong it can boil all the water out of the pot Right. And so and so there, we have to have this balance in there to be able to <laughs> steer ourselves through the doubt and into that really positive, um, uh, uh, constructive energy of um, inquiry. That's beautiful. It's it's. Yes, it makes me think of the five element and the energy dynamic with five elements, which I might just touch on when we come back. Okay, so let's go ahead and take our break now. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show 
with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller. Margaret, before break, we were talking about um, water and fire, this great dynamic, right, and influence of these energies. And from the Chinese five element model, um, we know that the nurturing energy cycle, it goes from water by way of wood and into fire. And water actually is a controlling energy of fire, just as you were describing. And water is, is, is kidney bladder energy. So it's very much controlling energy and fear and anxiety energy. And as it controls fire, fire is all about our heart des- heart's desires, our enthusiasm, our joy. And so water, you know, because it's a controlling, because water controls fire, it can put that fire out. So the nurturing cycle takes it from the water element into the wood element. Wood is liver gallbladder. It's about transformation. It's, it's that inquiry and being able to expand the doubt into something different so that we can then continue on to fire again, coming back to our own joy and enthusiasm and passion in life. It's a beautiful, it is a beautiful metaphor for understanding our energies and how things can trip us up and keep us from that transformation. So um, let's talk about, let's talk about heart resonance. You know, we've mentioned that in order to move from, from doubt and, and wade through the logic and get to truth, um, the most probably important thing we can do is to really drop down into the heart and the heart being the seat of the soul, the heart being our own heartfelt whatever, whatever is the road that we can take to truth. And it's our truth, right? It's our truth. And it's also uh, utilizing the truth uh, out side of ourselves as well. That comes through the logic and the mental body, but we have to weigh it in our hearts sometimes to expand on it. Do you agree? I totally agree with that. And I also, you know, to take that even a little bit farther, you know, when we really are practicing heart-centered awareness in our life, when we are being present, and this is not just our heart, but it's like being embodied, right? We There's a lot of talk about embodiment and what that is and really being present in our whole body and not just being uh, a talking head on a stick, (laughs) right? And, you know, and, and being completely present in our bodies, we, and in our heart, we become the, the higher consciousness. We become connected with the collective consciousness, not the collective unconsciousness, but the higher consciousness, who we really are, right? And and when we connect with that energy uh, in the heart, we know we'll feel that uh, sense of peace and calm. And we have access from that place to 
all of the knowledge in the universe. I mean, this is how anyone, you know, this is one of the methods that one can use to access um, the Akashic records or the, you know, the, which we talked about in, in previous calls where, where all of the information is available and we can begin to access us. This is how we develop our intuition is by coming into our heart center. That's how we learn how to listen to it. That's, you know, so it's, it's so important. And it made me think about one of, I drew a couple of cards today, but one of them um, is uh, one of the angel cards. Uh, I think it's like Doreen Virtue's angel cards. And, and I, and I asked the question specifically about, you know, how do we, how do we move out of self-doubt? And, and it says, remember who you are. <laughs> remember who you are. It's like Archangel Michael. It says, uh, you are a, you are a powerful, loving, and creative child of God. You are very loved, right? And it's like, who, you know, it's helping us when we come into our hearts that way, it's helping us to remember that larger self and that connectedness to all that is. And how can you doubt that? Right. How can you doubt that? Right. Well, and the heart, the heart organ, of course, is linked in with the heart chakra and the chakras being energy centers. And this, the heart chakra is over the chest in front and in back. The heart chakra is a great balancer because there's three chakras below in the seven major chakras and three chakras above. So in every step of our progression as human beings and in, in our energetic progression, as we work through all the lessons and challenges of each of the chakras, there's always an opportunity to come back into heart chakra and reside here for a while as we sort through the lessons of each of the chakras. So it's a great balancer because as we do that, because the ch heart chakra is all about love. The mantra for heart chakra is I love. And as we know, love is the highest frequency and love is actually the truth. If we can approach self-doubt um, and it doesn't matter if, if it's situational or within ourselves, if we can approach that through the eyeglasses, through the vision of love, that's when we do uh, move toward the truth and sit in truth. So heart chakra is a, a great balancer. And with any lesson that we are working on, any challenge that we may, we may face, if we can open up to what that challenge is telling us, teaching us, and then move back to the heart chakra as the balancer and begin to see it through the eyes of love. It's amazing how we can find our truth there. Yeah, and that that is that's like such a an important piece of of this. You know, it's we we were talking. You know, at first we were sort of talking in terms of the the proven scientific aspects of the heart and and so forth. But when we when we bring it into the um, the description of the heart chakra and what that really is about then we are, then we're 
accessing the language of the right brain, right? We're, we're accessing the symbology and the, um, you know, the archetypes and, and the energies of those things that allow us to, um, to really experience and feel, for instance, looking through the eyes of love. When we, when we drop into our heart and we look, we're able to imagine ourselves looking through the eyes of the higher self or the eyes of love, you know, we're looking at an, a completely different world, aren't we? We, we sure are. And, and sometimes it's challenging for us. And, you know, the archetypal energy of heart chakra is the dysfunctional archetype is the actor. So mm -hmm. I act like everything's fine. I act like this is acceptable. I act like, you know, you want me to act, whatever it is, it's the actor. The functional archetype is the lover. Because as I move into my authentic self, and that's really what this is saying, then when I interact with people, when I approach a decision, when I approach um, a crossroads in my life, when I am, approach a problem of mine or someone else's, then that lover is able to open up to different frequencies, different emotions. Um, there's a groundedness in that. There is a it's also about mercy, the heart chakra. It's about mercy and about um, compassion, I think I said. So we are able to embody all of those things and speak and behave and hold the space for that in the world. And to me, you know, I'm a natural positive. Well, that's one of my one of my gifts. One of my top five gifts is a positivity. You know, positivity, being a positive person is one of my natural gifts. And I'm so grateful for that because that is where we need to be whether we're looking at you know the environmental issues of of this wonderful world that we live in right are we going to look at that in terms of there's no hope and where's the love in that or in terms of humanity has the ability to be incredible we are incredible in our imagination in our ability to create things that can actually solve problems you know, I'm going to hold the space, the thought that there, we all can create a different future for our world. And doesn't that just feel different than there's no hope? We're headed for disaster. We're, you know, can you just feel the difference? <laughs> I love it. And I think that, you know, this is exactly right. And, and, and basically it, um, I was, as I was reading uh, in the Gene Keys about this uh, particular Gene Key of Doubt, Inquiry, and Truth, and he was talking about, you know, when we get to truth, when you get to the city of truth, you find out that doubt is there, that, that, that doubt is the truth, <laughs> that, that there's this dichotomy, this, you know, this uh, dichotomy or, um, polarity that one can't exist without the other and it's actually this huge gift that is leading us towards um this you're just talking about the solutions to problems and and the things that 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 the possibilities for a greater future are are there in that doubt and what do you think about that that's I love, I love that you i love that you brought that up because life is a mystery and the mystery will not be discovered. It's meant to be a mystery. Life is meant to be a mystery. It will always be a mystery. Of course it will. 
but that's right. there's excitement in that there's there's possibility in that and, right. and that's one of the depth oh sorry no we, we have one more break never mind i was thinking we were almost done go ahead oh we are uh so so that's brought me to think about the that's the definition of the mystic right yes is is that that we're okay with the mystery but we're going to continue to seek and find these truths that unfold as as we you know as we move forward on our path but we can allow the mystery to exist and be that creative possibility that it is. I just, this is making me so excited. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it is exciting and it's fun when you yeah. approach life like that. Yeah, it truly is. Well, let's go ahead and take our break now and um, see what happens when we come back. Oh, it'll be fun, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. So you're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. And before break, we were talking about the wonder of mystery in life and that life is always a mystery and it's actually very exciting as such. You know, I, I want to talk for a minute about, I, we, I mentioned earlier about, <clears throat> excuse me, some of these visionaries in life, like Elon Musk and Stephen Jobs. And I'm always just so in awe of people who have that ability, because if you look at what they've done, they had this vision, but what underneath that vision, I'm sure there was doubt, right? But they didn't let doubt stop them. They remained curious and they, and they delved into the inquiry to try to have that lead them to what they thought could be better. They stayed in possibility. And it kind of makes me think of failure versus success and how we can go into big judgments about that. When in fact, people who have become very successful in life have had many failures. Why? Because they learned, but the learning didn't stop them. They stayed in the possibility of something that's out there that hasn't been discovered yet, or that who knows, who knows what's possible. Mm -hmm. And so they remained in that curiosity. 
Yeah, and, and that's exactly right, where we have, where, when we are able to stay in the, po in the question and stay in possibility, uh, we haven't made the doubt personal. We haven't internalized it. We haven't turned it into self-doubt. And, and this is a really good point for us to, to wrap this topic up with because, because that's the distinction. When we, you know, because doubt exists and, and, that's, and it is a driving force for us to move forward in life at, for all collectively and individually, right? And, and so uh, asking those questions and, and having the doubt spark more inquiry is a very, very positive thing. But when we have the doubt and then we start to internalize it and take it personally and have that self-doubt, then we we stop ourselves and and like I in my example I, I started thinking oh I this must mean I'm a failure. I must have failed. Right. And so and it's not true, but but it could stop me if I would continue to go there. And it often does. And that is the programming between the cortex and the limbic system, right? Our frontal cortex is all about problem solving. It's all about uh, creatively looking at things and choosing things in our higher good and the higher good of others. That's what the frontal cortex is about in our brain. But what happens is we... We have the, I mentioned, you know, I talked about the stress cycle of the brain earlier in this, in this broadcast. And that's what happens. We have an experience. We end up feeling like a failure, getting embarrassed, uh, go into a lot of negative self-talk, have this emotional response to be treated differently by others because of it. And so now it's a belief. Okay. And that's what stops us. And that's very much processing that's happened in our in the limbic system where our memory is and our punishment centers are and and our emotional survival parts of our brain are so um, so this inquiry is is extremely important to just let go of the judgment because the judgment is usually when there's a lot of judging thoughts going on it's really good to ask whose voice is this because it usually comes from something learned as we've grown up. So who's really saying, is it me saying that? Or is it really coming from society or parents or siblings or whatever? And, um, and if we can just gent be so gentle with ourselves and ask these <laughs> questions and, and again, do it through the, through the filter of love, then that's when we can move into um, a greater sense of our truth. And, you know, before we end this podcast, you know, I mentioned that, that the heart chakra is the way of love. And I just want to put a little plug in for a chakra course that I'm offering that is going, it's a self-paced video course. It's, and also there are PDFs included and uh, it teaches people about the chakras and how to determine imbalance and then what to do about that. And there's also live sessions with me and uh, my dear friend, Erica Page. Um, so that we can coach people through that. And if you want to learn more about the chakras and their wonderful, uh, the wonderful lessons they have available to us, then you can go ahead and send me an email at Marge, M-A-R-G-E Bowen, B-O-W-E-N at gmail.com. Or you can 
contact me through mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Or you can even go to my Facebook page, which is Marge Bowen, Shift Your Energy, Change Your Life, and just like it and post something there. So um, it's part of the mystical life, right? Understanding our beautiful energies and how they can teach us so many lessons in life. Yeah, that's really Thank beautiful. You. Thank you for allowing me to. Oh, yeah, and that's, that sounds very exciting. Very yeah. wonderful. And it is, you know, it, it's how important is it for us to understand, you know, this is this is really important in, in all of the work that I do, too. It's like we learning how to become the stewards of our own energy in order to do that, we need to know <laughs> about uh, how our energy works. Well, and I think you and I both agree that it's because of our knowledge of the energy systems, that knowledge has given us such tools to be able to move through this inquiry stage in order to find the truth, to be able to, to know how to recognize and how to transform the doubt mm -hmm. into something different for ourselves. It's why we're here talking about this. Yeah, and I, I also wanted to like reiterate about gentleness. Yes. <laughs> Being gentle with ourselves as we go through this, you know, because we will have times, you're going to have times where you where that self-doubt self comes up. And if you can be gentle and ask questions about where this is coming from and 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 really trust yourself that way you will move out of it it's not a matter of trying to eliminate it it's a matter of moving through it in a in a gentle way and so next week we're going to be talking about grace invoking grace wow. what is grace and is it something that we can tap into or does it just happen so that's uh, our juicy topic for next week <laughs> that is going to be very juicy and just i'll just before we end just put this out there for everyone if you can just ask the question isn't that curious or make the comment isn't that curious use that curiosity instead of in frustration of our self-doubt or limitations just look at it as an observer and with that the words in mind isn't that curious you know, and that's that's how we can invoke that gentleness is by stepping back and becoming the observer. Then we're not so uh, attached and involved. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's been fun today. It really has. Thank you, Jackie, for joining us. Thanks, so Jackie. glad you're here with us and everybody listening in the future. <laughs> Yes, we'll look forward to seeing to talking with you next week. Awesome. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.